Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the May 16th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And I think you can hear outside the chimes, and we are doing a New York front porch edition. We are. It's a little different than an NC front porch edition, but we've got a lot of the same elements. We got a breeze today, and of course, now they've stopped, but they'll start back again. We got our chimes on. We got our lawnmower on. <laughs> I don't think we heard a lawnmower in NC, but it is the time because it's beautiful. It's 73, I think, out here. 72 or 3. Yes. And it is a beautimous May spring day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess... The, we decided to come outside. Right. <laughs> so, the lawnmower person, we can talk a little bit about mowing the lawn. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, you can do it yourself, and in fact, you did do it yourself for a long time. I have done it myself, yes. But you didn't necessarily do a good job. I most certainly did do a good job. (laughs) Okay, well, that's great to know. (laughs) The thing about mowing your own lawn is that you have to pass multiple, multiple times. Even if you're not sure, you do it again. It took me probably 45 minutes to an hour to mow just the front portion of the lawn, which is postage stamp. I was going to say, this is a postage stamp house, I mean, in terms of its yard, so. Yes, it is. So, one thing that you can do when you're mowing your lawn is go over it multiple times. If you have a push mower, if you have a riding mower, well, you wouldn't want to do a riding mower unless you knew exactly. You would have to know exactly what you're doing. I mean, yes, you could probably do it, but you would have to be very, very, very careful. Especially if you have an open yard where you can get critters in your yard, like baby bunnies and things like that. you got to be especially careful because you could hit a bunny nest. <sighs> right. Yeah, that would not be fun. Oh, that would be awful. So, let's talk a little bit about... Alternatives. High, right. So, you're talking about having a service come and mow your lawn. Yeah, I mean, you could hire a neighbor. I mean, you could go on places like Nextdoor or other similar places to make that happen for you. It would just depend on what you're trying to do. I mean, of course, you have to look at the accessibility of the service that you're using in terms of your Nextdoor, your Facebook, whatever, how that works for you. There are groups. You could get reviews for some people. So you could get someone local in terms of someone just down the street to say, hey, you know, I'll pay you this much. By the way... Don't pay somebody two or three bucks to mow your ass. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. You want to tip them. You want obviously. to tip them. You want to give them a rate and you also want to tip them. You want to give them enough to make it worthwhile. For right. For them to come do it. Right. And what you want to make sure that you do is to make sure that they actually do a good job. That is very important. So you'll use... Uh, sighted assistance in your household, a friend who comes by regularly who will be honest, or a visual interpreting service to look out there and say, okay, this is this, this is this, this is bad, this is good, whatever. Right. I or have... you can take pictures and send those to somebody further away if you think you can make a good picture and send them to somebody else to look at. Right. So what you, what happened to me a few years ago is that I was working with a service that 
I had trusted. And then a tree fell down in the yard, and the yard turned out to be a mess, a colossal mess, the backyard. And nobody said anything. And the lawnmower people never came into the back to mow the lawn. So the lawn was, how shall we say this nicely, overgrown? <laughs> a jungle? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that had to get cleaned up, and we had hired a new service. And the new service is working out quite well. The really neat thing about it, though, is that you can skip your mows. So you set up mows. You can have one-time mow. You can have a bi-weekly mow. That's what we do. Right. And you can set up your mows. You can cancel the mows. And the person comes, or, or crew comes, and they will mow your lawn. Now, we set this up through a site. A lot of these places may have apps as well. But we set it up through an actual website. There is no associated app with our service. Um, uh, initially, when you do your first one, I think you have to say how, ha how high your grass is. Right. So you have to say how high your grass is, how long you think your yard is, and how long your driveway is, I guess, so that they can give you an estimate. And they, when they come, they shoot out a text message to let me know that my lawnmower person is on their way. And then they will send another text message when the job is complete. And then you go and you rate your, your lawn care person, which is really cool. And then you tip your lawn care person. And we have the same lawn care guy that we had last year through this service. So he came all last year, and he's coming again this spring. And you can message them, so you can talk to them. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that experience that we just had. So one thing you want to do is you can message your person. When he mowed the lawn this year for the first time, he found a light, one of those solar lights that was in the yard. He got lost. He got overlooked somewhere. Right. He ended up in the yard, maybe during the blizzard. Who knows? And he put it on the step. This, of course, not the best idea. Right. He was, See, of course, trying to be helpful, but right. he put it on the step. Right. So what you can do is you can step down your steps and you can break your ankle. Yep. So the following week or time... He moved the recycle bin, moved it about five feet, six feet from where it was because he wanted to get behind it to get the hedges and stuff. Taken yeah, and he's really of. good at that. He'll edge for us and all these things, and, and it's fantastic. Right. So we know everything looks great. You pay for it. You Oh, yeah, you pay for it, absolutely. It's part of the job, though. Right. It's part of what we pay for. Right. You can have them come and do hedges. You can have them come and treat your lawn, you know, that kind of stuff. You pay for that as well. Yep. But back to the recycle bin. So he moved the recycle bin and I couldn't find it. It was a little hard to find. So you can go in and you can message them and say, you know, please, when you move something, yeah, try move to put it back. back within a couple feet right. where you put it. Right. <laughs> and don't put anything on the <laughs> steps. steps. You know, just, just put it, you know, what we'll to, we'll to think of a place to tell them to put things if we find stuff, but, um, you know, put them relatively close by. But not on the step. Right. Bad idea. 
Right. <laughs> so you just want to make sure. I mean, they're lawn service. There's another one I want to try, but you really can't try a lawn service. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. <laughs> when you've got somebody coming back in the... Winter. Winter. Yeah, Christmas blizzard time. Right. It was the first time we ever hired a plow. Yep. We did that through a web, through an app, actually. So the one service we use is called Lawn Love. Lawn Love. And the other service was, I think it's called Mows. Plows and Mows, yes. Or Mows and Plows. I think it's, I think it's Plows, plows and Mows. I believe it is. I think it might be. And you can schedule all of your stuff. When they came in the wintertime to plow us out, you scheduled it, and I scheduled it for the evening of the day that they were supposed to come, but they came the morning of, which is fine, but you're woken up at 12 in the morning to... It was literally midnight. Yes. We were like, what is that? <laughs> and it was the plow, but it that's cool. It was the plow. It was great. And then at that point, we got a notification that said that the job was complete. And I mean, literally, they were leaving and we got the notification. It right. was fantastic. Right. We got a text. Yes. So... I'd like to try them for mowing, but we're happy with Lawn Love. Yes. So. Yes, you always want to check the ratings on these services, too. You want to make sure that you can communicate with not only the company, but the people who are doing the job themselves directly. I mean, obviously, you might not be there to be able to go out and talk to them, or they might be too busy to talk to you. You know, it just depends on the person and what's going on. And so these are things you want to make sure about. You don't necessarily need an app. So those of you who are thinking, I don't have a smartphone, how do I do this? You don't necessarily need an app. You can look online. As long as you have access to a website, then you can look online and you can see what's available. A lot of these will still let you do these things via a site versus an app. So you have options. So if, for instance, you're a blind shell user or you use some other kind of phone that isn't necessarily an iPhone or an Android phone, then you still have some options. You can go through your internet browser and check some options out. Or, of course, there's always word of mouth. There's radio and TV commercials. You've got some options for finding things that work for you. The original service that I was using, they were more of a pick-up-your-dog-waste yep. place. And then they also mowed as well. So they'd come, they'd pick up your dog waste, haul it away, and they would mow. And I found them on the radio. So I called up the number. This was years and years and years, years ago. ago. Right. So I called them up and I said, okay, you know, I'd like to for you to come and see what it would take to pick up after the dog. When the dog passed on, I asked them if they would still come and just mow the lawn. And they said, yes, they would. But something happened during the years. They weren't doing a very good job. So when Kim's parents came after the wedding and he literally two-man show clean three-man show actually cleaned up that backyard and hauled all that stuff away we thought we got to do something so we um we did a search online found lawn love and i did that because of the name she it meaning, wasn't just the name. It was the ratings, too. No, it was the name. I <laughs> well, said, the name was cute. No doubt about that. I said, you would like the name, so that's what we're going to go for. And and her parents they stuck around. They like 4.8, though, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so they were... Um, My parents were here. Right. So we decided to, you know, do this while they were here so that they could see the job. Absolutely. You know. 
and it worked out. So we yeah, everybody was happy. Yeah, we all felt better. <laughs> so he came back the following year, which is now, and yeah. he's doing that again. And we can hear the cars driving by and stuff yeah. too, which is kind of fun. Yeah, everybody's out today. It's a beautiful day. You can hear a birdie every once in a while. Hopefully, you'll hear some more birdies. Or whatever that was, it just ran by. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Maybe wind, uh, leaf, be. something. Who Could knows? Be. Yep. It even smells nice out here. Flowers are blooming. The yard is green. <laughs> so one thing we can do is have lunch. We can have lunch. What do you like to do on Friday nights or on weekends when you have a lazy day and you don't have a lot to do? Well, you can buy lunch and watch TV. Right. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so... The way this story starts is I'll, I'll kind of start this story. We had a place around here that had the best eggplant parm subs. I love eggplant parm. He's not into it, but I love it. And we have a lot of Italian places around here. But there was a place that had really great eggplant parm subs. The only problem was they had foot-long eggplant parm subs, not 8-inch or 6-inch eggplant parm subs. And sometimes I just don't want that much. So I'm just like, yeah, no. <laughs> Even if I can have it for two days or two different meals, that's great and wonderful. But... I was just curious, hmm, what else is out there? Well, I, we we found a pizza place, um, and we weren't looking for eggplant parm at the time, but we were just looking around, and we had a great place. And we were, I think at the time we were looking for some more Italian places, and we were trying to find something really yummy, and we found this one place. And we began ordering it through, I think, DoorDash initially. And they had amazing food. They have great pizza. They have great everything. I mean, they're just one of those really solid places. And eventually what happened is with DoorDash, they began charging, I think, a $4.99 delivery fee. And I thought, this is disappointing because not only does the delivery fee get higher, but then you're also paying more in taxes and fees. So I thought, huh, there has to be some other way to order from here. So I went online and typed in the name of the place and says, do, blah, deliver. And they did. So when I actually went online, I was able to order food and have it delivered for much cheaper. I think it was like two ninety nine or something like that. It was a cheaper delivery. It turned out to be slightly less at least than what we would have paid through DoorDash. So and more of it went to seemingly at least support the restaurant itself, which is what you want. So we found this place and when I was looking around and starting to figure it out, once I got my receipts back from a successful order, we discovered that it was through Slice. Slice is a restaurant um, ordering place that is primarily for pizza joints. So you can find things that restaurants that offer other things aside from pizza, of course, like pasta and salads and you know other things. But it's primarily a pizza joint. And we live in Western New York. <laughs> what are we known for up here, among other things? Pizza. Wings. You, well, okay, yes, wings too. And by the way, you can get wings a lot of times at these places as well. But we're really known for our pizza up here as well. So I mean, there's a pizza joint. He says on every corner, he's not kidding. That's what he told me initially. He's like, there's a pizza joint on every corner. It's pretty close. And it, it's pretty much the truth. I mean, it is crazy how many pizza joints are around here. So, we had ordered the first time to this um, via the online site. So, I was, in other words, doing it through a computer. But once I figured out that it was through Slice that we placed that order, I thought, you know, and I'm sure there's an app. So, I went on my phone and downloaded the app for iOS for Slice. 
And it's beautiful, guys. So if you're a pizza lover and you've got a lot of pizza places around you, this could be a really good possibility for you. So you can see what's around. You can see what the delivery fees are. You can see if any of the places deliver for free. We have a place up here called Mike Subs. And it's kind of really well known in our particular area. And it has free delivery a lot of times. So you don't even have to pay a delivery fee, which is pretty cool. So you can see free delivery. You can see most popular. I mean, it's a little like a DoorDash or a Grubhub, something like that. But it's kind of more niche because it's for primarily pizza places. So if you have kind of the more gourmet pizza places, those are the ones you're generally going to find through Slice. And you'll see what's around you. You can see menus. You can place orders. You can order with your Apple Pay or I assume your Google Pay as well if you're doing it on Droid. So it's just a really cool option. Um, I actually got a call from the driver who was delivering the first time and the only time so far that we've used this place. And, you know, he just wanted to make sure he was at the right house and, you know, that he could leave it. And I think there was some construction and stuff going on out here at the time. So he just wanted to make sure everything was cool. But he called me and, you know, I talked to him. So that was cool. You know, you get communicated with from your drivers as well. The only thing I didn't like, and this could be a fluke or it might be the norm and just something to get used to, when I placed the order initially, I got a text that said your order's been received. But I never got any kind of text saying that the order was on the way or that it had been delivered. So that's just something to note for that place. But everything worked out. It was fine. Actually, if you went into the app, close to when the order was supposed to arrive, you could see in the kitchen, you know, so you knew that the order was still being prepared. And I don't think this is a new option. I think no. this is an option that's been around for quite a while. Like Indeed. Grubhub yes. is also one that's been around for quite a while. DoorDash and Uber Eats are more of the more famous ones. Yes. But they're the newer ones. Yeah, don't be afraid to look outside of the stuff that you hear all about. If you're somebody who is into something specific, don't be afraid to look for it. And a really good way to do that, I wouldn't have discovered this had I not typed in, does blah restaurant deliver? And I was able to find their direct website and then start an order via the site. And a lot of places do this because it's more supportive of the site. So they might pick an option that gives more support back to their site as opposed to a DoorDash or a Grubhub. So it's another option to consider, especially if you're in the city or the suburbs and you are lucky enough to have lots of options around you as we do, then it's gonna be a, a really helpful option for you to check out. So you can see, you know, Chinese places or pizza joints or, you know, whatever it is that you like, you know, look up, does, does my favorite place deliver? And you might be surprised and you might find some cool new delivery options in, a, in, in the process. And then once your food arrives, you want to watch TV. And what have we been discovering over the past couple of years regarding at least us that we, we never use a TV ever? No. <laughs> we probably haven't have our TV even turned on since like November, October. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration, guys. Right. What we've been doing is using our phones to 
watch TV, mm-hmm. you know, with the over-the-top services, yes. the Hulu Lives, the YouTube TV, and all that other stuff. Yes. And as you've known, we've put out courses on cord cutting. Yes. And this stuff changes constantly. 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 You try really hard to create what my editor MVP calls evergreen content. <laughs> and uh, you try really hard, but it doesn't always work successfully. So what did you try? Well, the other day, I was reading an article, and it was talking about all the channels now available on the free tier of Sling TV. We've talked about Sling in the past. Sling was probably the first of these major watch live over-the-top options. And I remember trying it way back in the day and trying to get really excited about it, but the accessibility was atrociously bad. So now Sling, in addition to its paid tiers, it has Sling Orange and Sling Blue, I think. And you can get one or the other or both. They also now have a free Sling tier. So this has a whole bunch of free channels. You've got cooking stuff and news stuff and lifestyle stuff. So there's like a weddings channel. There's channels that show just different TV shows all the time. Like there's a Forensic Files channel. There's all kinds of different things. There's true crime. So you've got all these free channels that you can watch. And I thought, God, the last time I even tried anything with the Sling app, you couldn't even use it. Like you couldn't even get into it. And I thought, you know, it's been probably a year since I've tested it, at least since last year. So that's, we're in the fifth month of the year. So at least, you know, probably mid-year last year since I even looked at it last. So I thought, you know, let's, let's look at this. Let's open it. I actually still had the Sling app on my phone. I don't know why, but I did. So I opened it up. I was able to sign in. And lo and behold, it's accessible. Not only is it accessible, I'd say it's, what would you say, 75 or 80% really usable mm-hmm. yeah I was actually very impressed so they have probably I forget how many it is now but it's I think it's over like 200 free channels that you can access it's a little tricky when you go into the guide to move through some of these channels and see what they're all about but you can click on the channel you can favorite the channel you can watch live you can see upcoming schedules so of what's coming on I think in the next day or two days you can search for different things so if there's a show you want to watch or a channel you can attempt to search for it I didn't find that a really successful process but you know again sometimes you have to know what you're looking for (laughs) in order to make that work and it just works now these aren't your primetime channels you're not going to be able to watch something like HGTV or something like that however you can watch a lot of really interesting content. So there are, for instance, um, you may have heard of, I'm trying to remember the name of it. There's a, a certain channel that I watch on YouTube a lot. Anyway, you'll find whole family groups of channels. If it comes back to me in a minute, I'll tell you what it is. But there are whole groups of channels that you can watch, you know, put out by specific companies. If you're into food, they have the Gusto channel. They have couple others. They have Yummy. I don't think they have Taste Made, but they have Yummy. Um, They may have a couple more in terms of that. I'm kind of into that kind of thing, so I watch a lot of cooking and recipes and things like that. So, 
it's just a matter of kind of making your way through and finding channels you want. And when you find them, you'll need to favorite them. So when you go into favorite a channel, you would essentially double tap, tap what looks like the channel name and it will put it in your favorites. Then you can just go through your favorites list, which is alphabetized, and then you can find the channel that you're looking for. So it's actually really cool. Are you kind of impressed with how many channels you can get for free now of content? Yeah, I know. Between that and Pluto TV. Pluto TV is another one. All these other different services that are giving away, you know, the channels. And, you know, they're they're doing the uh, commercial thing. So you're going to see the commercials. They're ad-supported. Yep. They're ad-supported. Absolutely. So, I mean, that kind of thing is really cool. So if you don't care if your content, some of it, like your shows, are from 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you're... You're in for a lot of really good show watching. I mean, there is a ton of stuff you can watch. And again, you know, if you have a favorite show, you might be able to find a channel that plays it 24 hours a day. So you've got lots of options for things. I'm really like Bob Ross, the happy painter. Many of you may have heard of him. He's been dead since like 95. But he did probably 15 years worth of shows for PBS way back in the day. And you can watch whole channels of his stuff. There's one on Pluto TV and I love it. And you can watch, like, free shows of his on YouTube. So, sometimes it's just a matter of looking at some of these places. YouTube is a great place to start to see if shows are available, what shows are available. I also love websites like Cord Cutters News. Is that the one that I'm looking at all the time? Yes. Cord Cutters News? That's a great one. There's YouTube channels that are all about cord cutting if you're into watching YouTube. So you can find out what's available for free. Some of them, obviously, as we must discuss because this is who we are, some of them are going to be much more accessible than others. And sometimes one platform is going to give you much different or greater, hopefully, accessibility than another. So... It's a matter of kind of figuring out what you have and what might work for you based on what you have. For instance, and I'll point this one out because it's something that's happening right now. We've talked, we haven't talked so much on the podcast about it, but it's been discussed in the community for months now about the focus issues on iOS currently with voiceover. They're atrocious. And sometimes that will go into your TV watching. So Pluto TV, for instance. I could be going through my favorites and I probably have... I don't know, 25 favorite channels or so that I watch pretty regularly. I can be going through and trying to find a favorite, and it'll put me back at the top of my favorites list. If I swipe left, it puts me in the news section at the bottom, way down at the bottom of the entire screen, and I have to go back, tap favorites again, and then pray that I can scroll enough, scroll pages enough to get to the channel that I'm looking for. It's awful. It's very bad. And so these focus issues often do not help. Had those focus issues not been a thing, it might be easier, for instance, on an iPhone to scroll through your channels on something like Pluto. Right, and sometimes these focus issues are the point of the device and not the user. So just keep that in mind that, you know, if you're twiddling along on your iPhone and and you move somewhere else, it's not necessarily your fault, it's the fault of the device. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you're not scrolling faster than you think you are or something. Your particular app has just moved out from under you. (laughs) Yep. Sometimes it's moved forward, sometimes it's moved backwards, or sometimes it's done what Pluto does to me and jumps you down probably 500 rows, and I'm not even making an exaggeration there. So it's kind of interesting. So if you're looking for free content... 
the things you need in many cases are access to a smartphone because much of this is done via a smartphone now although I think you can still watch some channels online uh, particularly if you're a YouTube watcher you can watch those on your computer for instance you need good internet you at least need how much would you say what do you think would be a good streaming speed for some of this stuff I think that they quote 25 down and 5 up mm -hmm. yeah so you've got to have pretty decent speeds and you've got to have some patience and some time to try and find out what works for you and what you enjoy. Now, this brings up the other important issue for this community, which is AD. And you're not going to find that on this free stuff. Audio description. Audio description, exactly. Didn't you hear something about one of these free places at one point where they were supposed to attempt to make some kind of AD built in or something? I thought you told me that. I thought you told me that. So, we don't know. We don't know what we're talking about, but it's important to kind of look at what might be available and find out if, if, if AD is something that's important to you. Your free options just got way fewer right? in terms of what you can access, legally at least. YouTube TV is, I think, the only one where you can get audio descriptions on the live channels. DirecTV Stream still might have them, or whatever it's called at this point in the game. That's a possibility. But not going to guarantee you. I haven't used it in a long time. I loved it. It just became more than what I was willing to pay. Yeah. But yes, at one time, you can get your audio descriptions via that as well. Especially on like your NBCs, your ABCs, things like that. USA will do it. USA, I think. We were playing with some of these things on YouTube TV the other day. So USA has them... Some places don't. I don't think Pop does. So if you're watching some of these shows that you're thinking, this should have audio description, uh, it probably may or may not. You know, you just have to kind of watch different channels. Um, something like Hallmark, you'll find almost everything audio described. But you can't do it through something like Hallmark movies. So that's an unfortunate thing. So you would have to do it either through cable or through something like YouTube TV. That's right. how I'm getting all my descriptions on that kind of thing. And even some of these older shows that you watch on Hallmark, like The Golden Girls, which is a really good example, now have an audio description, which is hilarious. Yep. So You just have to kind of know what you watch, know what you like. If you're into sports, by the way, your free options have just essentially dwindled to nothing because you're not going to find free sports. It's just not going to happen. Sports are... I think the most expensive content that you pay for. It's probably sports and news. News, yes. yes. Although you can get free news channels. There's a bunch of them on like Pluto TV. And there's a bunch on the Sling free channels as well. Mm -hmm. So at least you have news options that are available. One other thing to mention in the realm of news while we're talking about that is don't neglect your local news outlets. Many times if you can find a local news app they will at least play your local news stream through the app live. So if I am ever curious what's going on in NC and I want to check out my old local news feed, I can still watch it live if I chose to when it runs. Some of the over-the-top services like YouTube TV or Hulu Live, mm -hmm. for example, have locals. they do have locals, but if you go somewhere... Oh, yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to watch the locals. Yeah, your locals don't work. If, however, you are a PBS watcher, you now have loads of options. Not only can you get the podcast for PBS NewsHour, you also can, as long as you have the app, can watch your local PBS station live, which is really cool. I'm so glad they do that now. 
So, so you've got options. You can have your pizza and eat it too, as it were. And you've got some options for really enjoying your content for free. Again, though, if you are someone who doesn't use a smartphone, this is going to be probably a more difficult endeavor, but it's worth mentioning because it might motivate you to either start trying to learn the process or to finding interesting alternatives for making this content available for yourself. Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. You can get a Fire TV TV or you can get a Roku TV TV that you may be able to get some of this free content such as Pluto TV and Sling and I think if you're an Amazon Prime member you can also do free stuff on talking televisions you know your Roku's so Roku is not only just a box it's a TV it's a TV you used to have one yes until it broke <laughs> literally literally shattered <laughs> it fell off the dresser and Oops. broke Right. But the Fire TV is also not only just a stick. And it has ALEXA built in, so you can ask for a lot of this content, too. Right. No, that's a great option. It's a great mention for those people who want to go that route. You don't have to have cable to use this, by the way. No, you don't. It'll require you paying a couple hundred bucks to get one, but you don't need cable or anything like that. The last time I checked... You could get a 32 or a 40 inch Roku TV for about a hundred bucks. That's amazing. Yes. That was the one that fell. You do want to keep in mind though that it might work differently than say, let's say you're talking to me and I'm your friend and you said, well, what do you use? And I said, well, I use this and it works great, but I always use it on my phone. Your app on your Fire TV, for instance, won't work necessarily the same way as the app on my phone. Might be better. Might be better. Possible. Might not. Might be worse. I know that when I was using Hulu Live... Oh, Hulu Live used to be awesome on the Fire TV. But you know what? It's Mm -hmm. great on Roku. Mm -hmm. At least it was the last time I tried it. Mm -hmm. But did YouTube TV even work on Roku last time? When I tried it, and I will say that it's (laughs) been at least two and a half to three years since I tried Roku and YouTube TV together, they didn't work. But this is two years ago. You That's can't right. go... You cannot. You cannot. You can't even go by six months. Right. Try everything at least every six months and see what it does. It might be better. It might be worse. It might be the same. But if you, you must try it. If you have a Roku TV and you said to yourself, well, YouTube TV didn't work two years ago, try it again. And it may work. Absolutely. So there are options out there. It's just a matter of what you're willing to shell out and what time and patience you have to kind of learn some of this stuff. Absolutely. So we are going to go into the Slice app. Sorry, guys. And we are going to order ourselves some lunch. (laughs) So thank you for joining us. And have a wonderful week and see you in two weeks. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and wish to experience less stress and more fun on your unique assistive technology journey, 
Our comprehensive audio documentation and additional offerings are here to support you. We welcome your visit at mysticaccess.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have comments to share about this episode, follow our phone menu prompts to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com and connect with us on social media. Mastodon, mysticaccess.online, and facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Anyone may explore our extensive archives and subscribe to receive our bi-weekly episodes at mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our content, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for spreading the word and for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you.